Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I am joined by Marcelie Jean-Pierre. Oh Snap. <laughs> King Cobb. Oh Snap. Rob Alessiani. Oh Snap. Michael Henley. Oh Snap. And for the first time, special guest, Kristen Finger. Oh Snap. Yeah, uh, we are here discussing Loki. Uh, it's our wrap-up episode, things we enjoyed, things we didn't like. Uh, maybe some people rewatched some episodes or parts, read some, you know, real in-depth think pieces, anything and everything that's on your mind. Um, before we get going with that, I do want to mention that Crossroads Comedy Podcasts also do Crossroads Comedy shows in person. Uh, and their next run is August 13th through the 15th at Theater Exile in South Philly. More information on those in the notes of the podcast, and we'll talk a little bit more about that stuff uh, and others as we uh, go through the podcast. Now I want to open it up to Kristen Finger. First time on the show, welcome. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Since we have not heard your thoughts at all, I want to give you an opportunity to just kind of speak freely because uh, you've also done a Loki podcast of your own. So if you want to talk a little bit about that and where people can find it, awesome. uh, please do. Absolutely, yes. I uh, do a podcast slash sort of we're on screen. I don't know what to call it. But anyway, it's called Remark. Uh, Kevin Reagan and I had the dumb idea last winter because of uh, the pandemic to watch every single Hallmark movie, and that's how it got started. But then our dear friends at Wizard World, uh, the folks that do different Comic-Cons, uh, asked if we would do what we do on Remark, but for Loki. Um, me being the largest and hugest and largest, biggest Tom Hiddleston fan, it was a dream come true. So, yeah, you can check our YouTube ch uh, channel out. We've got all the episodes that we did with Wizard World on Remark the Show. Um, and, boy, did I remark on this show. Wow. Um, I'm a huge Tom Hiddleston fan, as I said, but I'm also a huge Loki fan because I'm typically an underdog uh, fan, and I'm typically a... Um, I like a baddie, but, like, a humorous baddie. And I thought that... Loki's character in the first two films uh, that he appeared in were exactly that. And then to throw him into this was such a fun character development in the opposite way that you almost assume, which is what I really liked about it. I really liked the, f the initial sort of like, we're going to break this jerk down by literally stripping him of every sort of high status moment he's ever felt in his life and putting put him in the most low status position possible um and let's see if he can still tick um and that's i loved the first episode sort of initial scene of between him and mobius because of that of sort of uh watching him realize oh my gosh this person actually does want to listen to my point of view um and a lot of like fan theories and a lot of folks were like so angry about like he wouldn't he wouldn't have changed that quickly he was a villain why is he he's like a pansy now and i was like y'all you can change <laughs> as a human being yeah let, let, let the dude change the change um, for Loki was more believable than the switch with with Daenerys in, in Game of Thrones. And they had eight yes. seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Come on. And I think that's a tribute to just the character work that uh, he established for himself. I mean, he's a trained actor, so he didn't he wasn't just like, I'm going to play this crazy character in a Marvel film. He approached it as this is my character, as he would with like Hamlet or uh, something like that. And I also have a huge, I don't know if I can say this on here, lady boner for uh, the woman <laughs> that plays uh, Sylvie. Um, I think she's marvelous. I've watched her in um, Flowers on Netflix, and she's just a phenomenal performer. So putting those two, and if you count Owen Wilson, which I do, I think it was just stacked high. And I think it was a solid series. I really do. Uh, we'll hit our second impressions with our regular panelists. I'm going to start with Keen. Keen, how are you feeling looking uh, back? Looking back, uh, I honestly thought that I got I knew I knew that the series would serve a purpose for the like entire uh, MCU, but I didn't think I would like it as much as I did, or as much as I yeah, did do. Um, I do agree that I think the reason 
why Loki is so good and Kristen touched on it just like a second ago is the fact that in some people's eyes this is still a comic book character or like a cartoon turned to life when Hiddleston looked at it and honestly with with um I think Thor's line of the characters fit this almost perfectly looked at it like a Shakespearean actor would literally took it became like became the person and like really made good decisions and was able to convey that in almost everything like uh it must have been a pain for like to keep up with all the different can you hear me yeah i can hear you sorry cool uh my bad i get distracted very easily i'm I'm like a child uh no but uh yeah so I, i i agree that i think hiddleston like killed it um and looking at like when i first heard about the shows i'll be honest with you loki was probably like my least favorite i was looking for or looking looking forwards to i should say um i was definitely it was it was it probably went like uh um falcon winter soldier wandavision and then loki and part of that is probably like the the we i I'm, I'm, i might be crazy but i think it's like a weird bias a little bit when it comes to like thor related products within the mcu because we all know how dumb we feel after not watching uh, the Dark World and realizing how fucking important <laughs> it is to the entire thing. Um, so they might have carried some of that into it. Um, but like I said, may- maybe my favorite part of the whole thing, and I'll stop talking in like a minute, is like just how this is the, out of the, all the series. This felt I would I'd wish I could I could watch the, all the episodes in a theater just from like the aesthetics. Yeah. Every time they were uh, lamentous, that's the first time I, I remembered the planet uh, when they were on lamentous, and like just the landscape, the the colors used. Even that one scene with with uh, Sif, when even though it was just a, a rewind, that was beautiful. Like the 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 greenery, the mm-hmm. the set, it was just just amazing. Just visually, just amazing. Yeah, the confrontation with Elioth and mm-hmm. uh, classic Loki raising up oh. uh, Asgard that would have looked amazing on. Uh, on the big screen yeah good call mm-hmm. uh rob looking back how you yeah feeling? i um i still think you know recency bias is a very real thing for sure but i still think this might be my favorite thing that the mcu's done um it hit everything that i love it had heart it had um a mystery to solve it was uh bureaucracy put into a fantastical place which i absolutely adore um to speak on the lady boner point every single character in this show was attractive like it was bonkers not that that's a reason to love something but like it doesn't hurt wow and like i'm looking at every single character and going yeah all right uh, um, <laughs> I'm a huge Owen Wilson fan, and this might be like w- like top three roles of his career. Again, recency bias is a thing. Wow! Um, wow! Um, I, I, oh man, I really appreciate I, that, man. <laughs> oh my God, Owen! Uh, I I absolutely love this. Um, I love that it's going to continue. I think. Um, it certainly is the one that makes the most sense that should continue. It, it exists in a little pocket world. So theoretically it can affect stuff outside of it, but it doesn't need to like be directly involved with, you know, the greater MCU. Um, it, it can, it can kind of serve as like, we're going to get the wheel spinning and then just kind of exist in our own thing. And I, like I said last week, I would love to see this become like a monster of the week. I think Keen said it first last week, but I absolutely agree. I would love to see this become like an X Files Z monster of the week mm-hmm. thing where like Ooh, you just you just got Kristen excited at that. Can we make it happen? Can the six uh, of us make Kevin, that happen? Kevin, Kevin <laughs> Feige. Kevin Feige, I'm sure a big listener of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um if they went to a different era or like a different alternate version of an era that we are familiar with and every week just like I don't know, that would be who would I watch ten seasons at a movie of that? Um, I, yeah. Rob, I honestly thought when I saw the previews that that's what it was. It was going to be like yeah, this I buddy cop, like, did. yeah, yeah. I think so, that is certainly the show they sold in the previews of like, this is going to be like a, a time traveling Loki who solves mysteries with his friends. And I was in on that. 
But then what it became was this like much deeper, much more involved and intricate mystery and um, certainly not episodic, very, very serialized. So I, would, I wouldn't mind if they do exactly the same thing and just find a way to evolve it. And I also wouldn't mind if they kind of took a step back and was like, no, now it's a monster of the week. We're going to do, you know, maybe 10 episodes next season, Kevin Feige, uh, and, and go from there. I, I thought it was as close to somebody reading my dream journal as it gets <laughs> for the MCU. So I loved it. Absolutely same, loved it. Same. <laughs> uh, Michael. Yeah, this is, um, uh, I'm going to, I, I'm pretty much going to mirror what everybody said in that this is this is easily my favorite uh, of the three TV shows they've done. And this is probably my favorite Marvel thing that they've put out since, I don't know about ever, but definitely since around either Ragnarok or Black Panther or kind of around that time, basically, because I thought this was so vibrant and so fun and so kind of quick on its feet but really uh devoted to character development and it knew it had a great thing going with its with its cast and the way it was burning through story it was very very confident it was aggressively weird and let its freak flag fly which i really really appreciate when a show does that um and yeah and and it stuck the landing which i feel like captain and winter soldier or sorry, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier did, did, did okay basically on sticking the landing and WandaVision did kind of okay on sticking the landing. I thought this one really stuck the landing. Um, it has me really excited for um, uh, season two and what we want it to be. Um, and also at the same time, it did all this stuff in the background kind of setting up the future stuff. But like, I feel like, I feel like you could watch this show not knowing all the stuff that's happening in the future in Marvel and like, just really, really 100% engaged in the show, which I feel like is sometimes, sometimes they have a tendency to kind of not, kind of get in their own way a little bit. And I feel like they totally avoided that here. I, I, I loved this show. This was great. Marcelie. Uh Yeah, I guess uh, not to repeat every, what everybody else said, because everybody took all the good answers. <laughs> um, but yeah, I felt like this show was, and I hate to compare. I, I love, I really did enjoy all three of the shows um, that Marvel has put out so far on Disney+. Plus. This one is easily my favorite. I felt like this one, and, and partially because I feel like the other two might have suffered from, you know, side effects of COVID and things that they had to switch around or whatever. But um, I felt like this one was flawless. And this is the only show that I can like look at and be like, there's nothing that I would change. And like every expectation that I had in my mind, it surpassed it, you know? Um, I felt like all of the character work was incredible. All of the performances were incredible. Um, it's it's a hell of a cast, um, just like top to bottom. And then to kind of like cap things off with Jonathan Majors and, and having, honestly, having Jonathan Majors have such a prominent role in that last episode um, was something that I would have never expected, never expected. Um, I felt like the the show just was bold and it was ambitious, um, and in a in a very in a similar way that uh, WandaVision was, um, but kind of like it's very much its own thing. Um, and I I just love how like each of the shows like have their their underlying themes. Um, and, and I guess like you could say WandaVision was like about grief and handling grief, and then like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, maybe like identity was like a big theme with that one. And then the, like self-love, again, I feel like Loki is the perfect character or the perfect vehicle for us to be able to like tell this story about self-love. And um, and it's it's so layered because obviously like you have the dynamic between him and Sylvie and, and them having like a, a romance, but it's, it's more than just the romance, even though they did kiss or whatever. Um, it's a lot deeper than that. Um, and I think that they just paced it out very well. Um, yeah, it, it just was like such a smart show. And whenever you're dealing with like time traveling shows um, or movies, I feel like there's usually a hole or two that that like viewers can find to like, you know, pick at and be like, well, that doesn't necessarily make sense. But I feel like they really thought this out. Um, and I think part of that is having like, you know, Rick and Morty uh, writers uh, be a part of it because um, that show is just insane and um, and just brilliant. So 
Um, I, I just love everything that they did. And, and I'm very, very excited that they're having a, a season two. And also that, you know, the um, that this show is going to impact like the next maybe two or three movies in the MCU as well, like heavily. Yeah. So it's it's exciting. It's an exciting time to be a Marvel fan. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with all that. I don't really have much to add either, even though I missed like half of the in the uh, Loki episodes uh, as we were as we were covering them for different reasons. Uh, the little bit that I did have to say uh, is really just building on what you were just talking about, Marceli, and that is how much was set up. Uh, watching this finale, yeah, I would never have thought that he would have been uh, that Majors would have been uh, in it. Uh, hopeful, you know, that he would, just like, you know, we had the hope that Dr. Strange might show up in, in WandaVision, um, but hopeful that he that he would show up, but did not expect to this extent. And yeah, there are, you know, those dumb thing pieces out there. Well, no, actually it wasn't. Uh, for all <laughs> intents and purposes, it was him. It was it was Kang. Uh, yeah, there are variants and all that shit and bad, bad things are coming. But to that boldly set up uh, their next several movies. Now I'm just curious... How it's going to work with um, with Mobius because that at the end there is like well, yeah who are you doing you know what department are you working man uh, so <laughs> are they going to figure it out in those movies or is that going to be a season two kind of reconnecting sort of thing uh, my hope is that within multiverse um, of madness they kind of reconnect uh, there somehow and Doctor Strange corrects the uh, the timeline somehow and they get you know their buddies their buddies back. Um, the other thing I think Rob mentioned uh, was the uh, Freak of the Week time travel uh, episode. Uh, I still have hope that we would see a, uh, what's it, um, uh, what's his, you have uh, Darcy and what's the other guy's name? Oh, gosh. Uh, the, the, the agent? The yes. other agent. Oh, my gosh. Jimmy Woo? Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo. I forget what, I yeah. It's Randall Park, right? Right. Uh, yeah. But Jimmy yeah, uh, Jimmy Woo and, and Darcy, I, I want to see them do the X-Files thing. Uh, I want to see a quantum leapish sort of thing with uh, with Loki, where they go to the different time periods, the different uh, branch realities, because there can be so much to play with there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think after this season and the reception that it's gotten and how it may play out in the, fu- in the future films to come, um, you know, there's, they're just going to be that much more confident throwing big names uh, and their biggest characters into the uh, TV shows. And it's not just like a, uh, you know, a, a varsity or a JV kind of kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah, I think they're uh, doing okay. I think they might go somewhere. Uh, yeah. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the supporting cast. Because we'll, we talk a lot, we talk a lot about um, uh, Owen Wilson, um, Sylvie, whose name I can't remember, um, Sophia DiMartino. She's uh, my girlfriend now. DiMartino. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but talk to me about the supporting cast and the different guest people that, that played. Um, what you enjoyed about them, how you felt they worked together, anything like that. I'd never seen the two actresses, the woman that played uh, Renslayer, and I'd never seen uh, the... You've you never seen her? But maybe I have. Like, tell me what they've been in because I'm now. I, I've had a huge crush on. I think her, I think you pronounce her name Gugu Mbatha. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've had the huge crush on her when she she was in an NBC show about I think like two spies or whatever. Her and her husband. Undercovers. And, I remember this show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it was so cheesy, but so great. And like, <laughs> she was just like, oh, so cool in it. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for it's just I thought fuck Google. No, no, that's like a, thank you. I thought she was household name, but apparently not. Okay. <laughs> no, but usually, usually, yeah. And the woman and the other actress that played uh, B15. B15. I kept on our podcast. I kept saying B52, so that's that we just kept saying the B52s that's were everywhere. <laughs> I know I this. Like everybody went to that immediately, and yep. I was almost there. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's all right. Kane, you're in pain. We get it. But <laughs> y'all might Damn also, y'all yeah. <laughs> but if if y'all, I don't know if you consider uh, Loki's hair a side character because I do because that hair flip sure. in so many scenes. <laughs> 
I think was essential to this uh, series. So those are those are how I feel. Kristen, real real quick, um, I, I mentioned this last week, and I don't know. I feel like I'm crazy for this, but like, um, kind of in response to what you were saying, as far as like uh, the dummies online saying like, how could he change so fast? <laughs> I I think a huge part of it that isn't talked about enough is like how dirty his shirt gotten. Cause like, cause like you don't, we don't know how long all this was, because like it, it feels like, cause even in that, I think it's like episode five, he was like, uh, one second I'm in New York, and then all of a sudden I'm here, and then I, we, he doesn't even know exactly. But also, I have a theory that the wardrobe department was like, oh, Tom Hiddleston's in this, okay. Every episode, his shirt gets tighter. I swear to you, go back and watch it. Those buttons are working in episode six. <laughs> uh, other thoughts on uh, the supporting players? Yeah, I love. I, I, I think everybody was great. Um, uh, I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but my I think overall my favorite episode was uh, I guess episode five where we got to see all the variants mm -hmm. um and yeah Richard E. Grant's performance is classic Loki um I think aside for Jonathan Majors was it just blew me away but um yeah Richard E. Grant I think that might be my favorite like guest spot um through, throughout the series mm -hmm. just because I, I felt like he 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 just there's something about him as an actor that just feels larger than life and like every every bit of that um was channeled through the character and and that moment that you mentioned earlier mike uh about when he like brought up the illusion of asgard it just felt so triumphant and mm -hmm. like huge and they had the you know the the music in the background and it visually it was beautiful um and i just loved the, the humor uh throughout that entire episode with all of the different Lokis and how they interact with each other but um yeah I, I just thought that his performance was was like chef's kiss also yeah the uh the thing is he didn't have a huge amount of screen time but everything was so economical and the, t the time was so well spent that when he does get to that moment where glorious purpose mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you feel it like yeah. you, you feel mm -hmm. it so so clearly like wow this is this is his redemption uh, kind of moment for you know for hiding as a piece of debris and just letting all this you know bad shit happen, um, yeah. and for and then turning his back uh, on them when they when they needed help and he's like eh, maybe I'll just go <laughs> you know maybe I'll help <laughs> out. Um, so everything was just so well spent uh, and yeah Richard Richard E Grant uh, used his time pretty damn wisely and sold it pretty well. I think he was the only actor they wanted to do that. Like they were like, well, if he doesn't do this. I'm not sure, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, classic Loki. We're gonna have two yep. alligators. <laughs> uh, Rob, you were gonna say something? Yeah, I don't think we got nearly enough Eugene Cordero. I agree. Uh, personally, um, I understand uh, in the credits of the last episode, he apparently was one of the um, agents and not like just like a an office worker oh, right. oh. Um, he's credited oh, okay. as like a b something or yeah, a hunter letter something hunter, agent. yeah so, and he's only heard you don't see him i think he's supposed to be in that like troop that's like running away from loki as he's like trying to get to where he's going um i could have used a lot more eugene cordero in my life um yeah. as always uh, as is my steady policy for life <laughs> rob, rob. It sounds like you have a fever. Fever that <laughs> only Eugene Cordero can solve. That's right. That's absolutely right. Um, he makes everything he's in better. Um, and that, and the, I think, I think what this series has done is there's always these characters or character actors or just actors in general, leading role, leading types, and also character player, uh, you know, side player types. Um, that you're just like, man, they make everything they are in better. And this series, everyone was one of those type of people. Yes. Yeah. Like it, yes. it only needed like Margot Martindale to oh. do. Oh something. gosh, man. <laughs> like, For some reason, hey, I thought you were going to say Martin Mull. Hey, Kevin. Hey, <laughs> yes, Kevin, please. Like, Another one. Yeah. If Colonel I'm Mustard watching, showed up, can we get? I'm watching the good fight right now, which is incredible. can we get Richard Kind? Can we get Richard Kind? <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God. Any time Kine you want. Would be incredible. Oh God! 
I can't even <laughs> dare I dream. Um, so Cardinal showed up in season two of The Good Fight, and I'm like, great, this mm-hmm. show just got like a thousand percent better like immediately, and it was already good. So this this it's- show managed to cast a bunch of people who, whenever they show up in something, I go, oh, cool, I'm in, and like every one of the mm-hmm. of the actors in this. Um, and I just I'm so excited for more uh, Jonathan Majors. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, two things I will add to that, Rob, is uh, one, Margot Martindale, also in uh, the Kings series. Uh, yes. Uh, so check that out. Oh. Uh, and also, if you like The Good Fight, you should check out, in my opinion, The Good Fight podcast uh, that we do, which also <laughs> features Keen. Uh, and yeah, The Good Fight is an amazing show. It's incredible. Uh, as, as we've been going through it, I am still stunned to this day, and I say this on our podcast, that uh. Trump never once tweeted about it. Because oh. they <laughs> go at him. <laughs> I got angry for a different reason. I thought you were gonna say you're still mad that we haven't had uh, Audra McDonald sing. Yeah, no spoilers, Rob. Sorry. Um. No, 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 that's fine. No, I'm already past that. That we're just finished season two, but uh, we started very late. But boy, howdy, are we get ready? And the uh, the last thing on the major's point, I yeah, I can't wait to see more of him uh, as an actor, but also more of him as individual variants. Yeah. Playing, you know, with their different personalities, because I'm sure the Kang that eventually appears is not going to be so just kind of like almost uh, jumping oh, no. around and shit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, he was Willy Wonka because I think I watched the documentary on like the behind the scenes stuff that Disney yeah. Plus just. I literally just went through all three of the shows last night. <laughs> I was like, well, there goes three hours. Um, but they, uh, he was saying that the director gave him the note of like Wizard of Oz. Willy Wonka, like those sort of, I think there was one other one he said, but there's literally a moment where someone on TikTok put um, Willy Wonka when he has, like, I, I yeah. know this podcast and you can't see me and see what I'm doing, but like that classic <laughs> leaning on your hand. Tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. He does that like perfectly. And it's like a, it's, quick, it's amazing. Quick it question. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it didn't even dawn on me, but yeah, as soon as like you said that, Marceline, yeah, 100% Willy Wonka. Keen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, quick question. I, I saw, um, I, don't, I don't know if you guys do this, but like whenever I watch something and I'm like, like taken aback or like floored, I go into like a YouTube kind of like search and see what's there. Yeah. Uh, am I the only one that thinks Jonathan Majors might be like too fucking cool? Like, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Like I watched a thing like GQ does this thing where it's like 10 things I need and everything he had had like the coolest, most like <laughs> random artsy story. He has a cup. <laughs> It's like a piece of art. Like what? <laughs> like he brings a cup with him everywhere he goes. It's insanity. Um, so just to see him, mind you, like I didn't, I didn't watch uh, Lovecraft, and I refuse to watch it. It's a personal decision. Um, You're doing yourself a disservice, Keith. I don't care. I don't want to watch yeah. it. Um, okay. I don't like when people tell me what to do. No, I don't like when people tell me what to do. So because so many people are telling me to watch it, no, thank you. Don't Ian, watch it okay. do. I get that. I will accept your apology after you end up watching it. Yeah. I won't. Keen, okay. I have never watched Titanic because when I was 13, I was told to watch Titanic. And I was like, <laughs> no. So I've never seen Titanic. Thank you. You're not missing <laughs> much. Anyway, so like just to see him like it was it was almost like going to, and I, I don't like uh, do another improv thing, but it's almost like going to a Herald night and then maybe knowing a few people like in the cast or whatever. But then you see somebody and like as soon as they start, you're like, who the hell is who the hell is that? Where did they come from? And they just just steal every scene. So it's like, even though that whole spoiler, he's my winner for the season. Like I don't care if he was only there. <laughs> episode. It's just because it was so much in that little bit of time mm-hmm. and how he was able to explain things, but like keep it. He was scary, but like you were you weren't you weren't sure how scary. Like it was so good. I can't, I, I'm just gushing now. I can't, I can't, I can't keep going. I'm sorry. It's just I so want to talk a little bit more about the, uh, the bigger players in a moment, but I want to give Michael a chance. Is there anybody, any supporting? I mean, that you I mean, highlight? I, 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 first of all, not to jump back actually, but, uh, it's funny that, uh, you guys just, uh, you know, kind of, uh, we're, we're singing the praises of the good fight, which is a show I literally just started watching this weekend. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, nice. I don't know. And now I know that I have Margot Martindale in my future. I'm just like, why did I not start this sooner? Um, <laughs> Um, I, I feel like you hit on all the all the good stuff here, basically, but I want to kind of give a shout out for 
am I the only one who's kind of hoping we see Miss Minutes again? If only because I really love that blend of like yeah. seemingly innocent, you know, like cute cartoons secretly mm-hmm. get very villainous. Like I, yeah. I, I really enjoy that. So I, I, I want to see her again too. This entire cast, top to bottom, was just absolutely sensational. And Rob, you're dead on about the fact that every single person was someone who elevates the material that they're in. Mm-hmm. Mm. There was uh, no, two things. There was no dead spots in this. No show. dead spots. Like, no bad casting in the whole entire show. Uh, two things to add to that, Michael. One, uh, Miss Minutes was a very fleshed out, fun uh, character, uh, albeit inanimate uh, mm-hmm. or intangible, mm-hmm. I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still love that moment where uh, she was like, uh, yeah, the the car <laughs> yeah. that we made to yeah. Yeah. get through the, yeah. Yeah, that's the ticket. Uh, and also, I, I was confusing um, uh, Margot Martindale with, um, I think it's... Uh, Audrey or Andrea something from uh, that that does both both shows. Margot Martindale is uh, a very different you're, different person. You're confusing Margot Martindale with the actress who was on The Leftovers. No, no. Oh, uh, I always no, confuse but, those two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Definitely oh, wait, always confuse those two. No, no. That's I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. I just cannot. She's names on the tip of my tongue. I know who you're talking about. Uh, that was a good story. That was a good story, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, just just you know, we get a lot of emails and, and phone calls to my personal call, my phone number, uh, complaining about facts that we get wrong. It doesn't happen. <laughs> um, everyone who uh, writes in is like more tangents, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to uh, uh, this version of Kang, um, or any other bigger character that you want to say any, any anything more about. I just I am almost scared to see how bad the worst version of Kang is just just because the way that he who remains set everything up and as powerful as we saw him like he was he was like threatening but not at the same time um and it was like he 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 was like, listen, I'm way more powerful than any of you guys are, and it's like I, I could do whatever I want probably right now, but I'm tired, so I want to retire, and I, <laughs> I don't even care if you kill me. I'm just tired of this job. Somebody take over for me. Um, but he was, but he let them know. He was like, if you think I'm bad, if you think I'm scary, where do you see my variants? And I'm assuming that Kang, the Kang that we're gonna see, um, eventually is gonna be the 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 worst of them all the one the worst of them who ends up like defeating all the rest of his himself um and emerges um as like the the new big bad of the mcu and i just i just have a feeling that he's gonna be like 10 times worse than thanos just 10 times worse than any of the uh big bads that we've seen um and like i'm i'm so looking forward to it but like even a, a part of it just makes me nervous too just for yeah. our, our, the characters that we yeah want. Mm-hmm. Well, Especially because we're still rebuilding. <laughs> we're still right. rebuilding all these new characters, and we're just going to bring this guy who's going to wipe people out. Kristen? Yeah. I think what's brilliant is that, like, this is, I don't know if anyone's ever said this, but Thanos to me is just a pussy. He's just a big old, <laughs> he's like, he went to the gym and did arm day a few many times. And, like, he, not, he wasn't scary to me, like, because others could have gotten the glove and done that. He just chose to do it. So lucky him. So like to me, he wasn't scary, but like um, a a human form of like whatever Kang is going to be, like they might comic book up him a bit with the helmet and stuff like that. But like, I don't know, like I love when a baddie is just not as threatening as like a monster. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. Yeah. that, That was always my impression, like growing up reading like the original Infinity War, the Infinity Gauntlet saga, all that stuff. It was always like Thanos's superpower, like with with the Infinity Gauntlet, with all the all you know all six all six stones. He's you know he's godlike in in his power. But his his real like what makes him different without the Gauntlet is that he has like the nerve to mm-hmm. just do this shit. Like he, that 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 a lot of other beings however powerful they are he's just a titan without the gauntlet he's very powerful very strong i was gonna say he fucked the uh, hulk up he's like he, he's i don't know if he's like omega level without the gauntlet but certainly cosmic level power with with it but um the the thing that i'm really excited about 
um, which I was thinking about a lot because there was some there was some blowback about uh, Jonathan Major's performance in the last episode where he was kind of like, what are these line reads and what the hell's going on? Like, what? why is he so, wh why is he reading it like this? I really think that the reason that he portrayed um, uh, He Who Remains like that, I know we keep calling him Kang and, and I know it's, it's semantics, but the reason I think he portrayed him like that is to differentiate his yeah, performance when he yeah. does play yeah. Kang. Because Kang's not going to be, if, if, if memory serves, if they do him anything like the comics, he's not going to be like kind of fun and like jokey. <laughs> he's going to be like terrifying. Mm -hmm. And so I, if he's going to play like, you know, Ramen Tut and He Who Remains and just, um, just um, oh God, what's his name? Richards. Uh, you know, Daniel. when he's just Keith, like Keith Richards. Richards, <laughs> yes. Oh, Franklin. Um, Little know. Richard. <laughs> Richards E. Grant. You know, one of the versions of quote unquote Kang the Conqueror turns out to just be Iron Lad, which is a member of the Young Avengers, which is another thing we're building towards. So like, there's so many things that he could, I mean, I don't think he's going to be playing a child, <laughs> but <laughs> that would be wild if they CGI like aged him down to a child. Um, but I think he's going to be playing a lot of different versions and he's going to need to differentiate in terms of how he portrays them because he's a great actor and he'd do that anyway, but also for the viewer to not get like confused, especially if there's more than one on screen at a time and they don't just have, you know, they're just going to dress them all different. Like it's Malibu Kang and, and, uh, you know, astronaut Kang and everything. I'd be here for that though. I don't you know. know. <laughs> like laid back eighties Malibu Kang. <laughs> I was just going to shoot the curl, guys. <laughs> I do. Um, I could speak all day about the like the development that Sylvie had over just like it's she only really a technically spoke in what four episodes. So she wasn't really. Um, so to do that in four episodes is astounding to me. Um, and. I'm just excited. Like I know a lot of folks were disappointed in the kiss because it was like, nah, just another, you know, hetero like sort of relationship. And, um, I didn't see her kissing him as sort of like a romantic thing. I saw it as a thank you for caring about me. I'm going to distract you and assumably he who remains. So, cause I still haven't decided if he, he who remains knows she took the tempad or if he put it there for her to take. Um, I have theories, <laughs> but I'm just excited to see when we get to kind of almost meet Sylvie again, because when she's sitting there on the floor, she has done what the whole, her whole life she has wanted to do. So mm -hmm. now I want to like watch her and the character answer. Now what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that, that I'm excited to see. She just that takes moment, out a yeah. typewriter. She's like, I guess I'll write my memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> that moment actually, now that you mention it that way, it kind of reminds me of um, when Thor finally was able to kill Thanos. Yes. And yep. it was just like, all right, I, I did this thing. Uh, wait, was that the right thing to do? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, what am I yeah. supposed to do now? I, yeah. I did this thing and it was arguably a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although Thanos, uh, I, I kind of was saying like, "Hey, you don't want to do this, do you?" <laughs> Whereas yeah. this, mm. uh, this he who remains was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna warn you. You're gonna fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're really gonna fuck shit up. You were gonna wish you didn't do this. Why are you doing well, what?" <laughs> that, that, that's what I loved about his performance too. In addition to like the kind of Willy Wonka kind of like, you know, kind of sing-songish kind of, you know, kind of uh, erratic kind of uh, personality about him. Uh, I really enjoyed the fact that, like, it's kind of the, not indifference, but it's not too far away from indifference. It's this idea of, you know, like, you, look, I'm just giving you facts. Like, you decide whatever you want to do. Like, I'm I'm almost like I'm good either way, you know? Like, oh, I'm tired. What, 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 whatever exit you decide, I'm good with it, basically. Yeah, you're yeah. going to regret 100%. one of them, but yeah. Yeah, he has been around a long time, knows mm -hmm. what's going on. And I think, I can't remember his last line, line or so, but he basically says something like, oh, see you soon. <laughs> I think you, yeah, I think you yeah. quoted it. I think he does. Yeah. He winks and yeah. says, see you soon. Yeah. He's, he's seeing you. <laughs> so good. Um, you get nothing. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> each. Oh. Et cetera, et cetera. Guys, to TikTok. I'm going to add that over top of that moment. <laughs> you stole the fizzy lifting drink. Uh, uh, all right, let's begin to uh, to wrap up. Any stray thoughts? Yes, absolutely. Has anyone seen the video that syncs up the whole end, last WandaVision episode with... Yes! Episode? What? What? Because that's what causes the Nexus event and the so threshold. It is all speculative. It is all speculative. But at the exact same time, if you sync, if, if you like Dark Side of the Moon, Wizard of Oz, <laughs> both last episodes, at the exact moment that He Who Remains kind of goes like, like, ooh, something just changed. I don't know what's going to happen anymore. It's the exact moment that the Scarlet Witch, like, like, Becomes the Scarlet Witch. Whoa. Huh. And then when he drops that thing on the desk, when he just goes like that and he drops the thing on the desk, it's when Agatha Harkness falls to the ground. Like he drops it and they hit at the exact same time. Whoa. So huh. That's it's cool all shit. speculation. There's a there's a YouTube video of it that has it synced. It's yeah. all speculation, but it it is Well, I mean if it's side it by side, it's less speculation. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. I just it. I I fully believe it because yeah, I mean, you're in. Like, I, mean, I haven't I, seen it. <laughs> I want to, and I also like, up, and as soon as we're done, I'm watching it. Yeah, but I kept asking, and I asked Kevin on our show, like on Remark, I was like, Kevin, am I? Did I miss what caused the threshold to like, and then like, what was the event? And he was like, No, you didn't. Wait, what it? And I thought I missed it or something. So this Wandavision theory answers that. And I accept it. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. It, it is the coolest. It is the coolest. Uh, it is the coolest cause of what you know. Finally, they got they got through the threshold. So why? Yeah. Why the hell not? Right. Is is the corresponding Falcon and the Winter Soldier moment like when uh, uh, John Walker just gets the shit kicked out of him by the pundits? It's the corresponding one would be um, just Julie Louis Dreyfus's yes. entrance. <laughs> also a nexus being uh, anything else straight i guess yeah. oh go ahead oh, keen good i was, I was gonna say um well damn now now my thoughts are thrown off because uh, uh i don't want to never mind so the, the, the thing that i want to talk about here is um no because if i said what i was wanting to say it might have been a spoiler so the thing i want to say here was um the only, the only, only thing I wish that we could have seen more of is people in their real pasts. Yeah. Because we saw C20, yeah. and C20 yeah. just loved her some Margies. She loved <laughs> Um, And, like, I think that was the first episode where, I mean, I liked the episodes up until then, but, like, that one, it really hooked me in. Because it was just like, oh, yay, fun, uh, fun escape, da, da, da. And she's like, we're the timekeepers. And we, I'm like, wait you're at a beach what are you talking about and then like i felt like i was with c20 where just like what the fuck is happening right now um and you, you saw we saw like a glimpse of b15 seeing her pass so i mm -hmm. wish we could have seen that that's the only like straight thought i would have okay Kristen. Uh, oh go ahead michael oh no i just want to say and we didn't see much of mobius's past at all except our speculation about him on a jet ski, jet ski salesman i'm telling you I'm telling you that. Thank you. I also think that he was a jet ski salesman, but also uh, there's been there's been people on the internet saying that Mobius is going to be the new Phil Coulson, and there is no new Phil Coulson. There is Phil Coulson, and then there is Mobius. Yeah. And they can. And now I need to see them have a show. <laughs> they said the same thing about Jimmy Woo. Yeah. Uh, during uh, Wandavision. Yeah, put the three any, of them together. Give them a show. I'd watch it. Find any this. belief? Any belief in uh, Moby's being a variant of of uh, Owen Wilson? Like as like a tongue in cheek kind of joke. <laughs> 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 uh, the only stray thoughts I have are good fight related, and that is uh, Margaret Martindale <laughs> and Anne Dowd are the ones that get confused Anne a lot. Dowd. Uh, and I was, <laughs> Anne Dowd! And I was confusing Margot Martindale with Andrea Martin. From oh. laughing, Andrea Martin is yeah. in the good fight and in evil. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, so okay. I know that that was um, annoying some some of our listeners. Uh, <laughs> <and> now, <laughs> 
Is Wait, there a right. person that it's more surprising is not currently in the MCU than Margot Martindale? Like I, right? yeah, it is, yeah, it is honestly insane that Margot yeah. Martindale is not in the MCU. Yeah, uh, I, I give it, I give it two faces. I'm surprised yeah. Estevez isn't in there. <laughs> Wait, Emilio? Either, either or, either Emilio or Charlie. I can see Charlie sneaking in there. Or, 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 or Joe Estevez. <laughs> Um, or, Joe right. Esterhouse. or Joe Esterhouse. Mrs. Ooh, Esterhouse. <laughs> um, all right. No, I just need closure on something. So is Margot Martindale in The Good Fight? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Excellent. Good. <laughs> still in. Still in. Okay. Two, get ready. Strap yeah. in. Uh, all right. So we're going to hit winners and losers and then we're out of here. Uh, but before we do that, I want to uh, say once again, you can go to xroadscomedy.com for this podcast and the others that we do, including, in my opinion, the Good Fight Podcast. Real backdoor uh, thing we've got mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. on here with this episode uh, and our episode notes for the upcoming shows that we have in Philly, August 13th through the 15th. Uh, and Kristen, uh, yes. we've already talked about your uh, podcast, Remark. Remark, uh, yeah. And the, we'll link to those in the episode notes. Uh, but you're also from Comedy Sports, who is going to be uh, opening once again very soon. That's uh, right. So is there anything you'd like to mention? Oh, my goodness. We're so excited. We're doing our grand reopening on September 18th. Uh, we're going to start off with doing just some comedy sports matches. And then once uh, we know it's safe and our protocols are working to keep folks safe, we're going to start having more shows because Murder Manor is back in October. And uh, we're doing a new version of a show, a musical uh, with puppets called Christmas Town. We're doing that all through December. So very exciting. Check out our website. It's comedysportsphilly.com. We will link that in the notes. Uh, Marsley? Uh, Wait, am I doing winners? Or Uh, anything anybody (laughs) wants to plug? Oh, just plugs. Um, yeah, uh, no, I, I don't really have anything. <laughs> okay, social media yeah. will be in the uh, the notes. Anybody have anything yeah. rather than me calling and uh, hating me for it? Uh, Keen does. Yes, I always do. God dang it! All right, so one, uh, in my opinion, the Good Fight Podcast. Uh, Mark Perfect. just mentioned it. Uh, locking up a black wrestling podcast. Me oh, yeah. and uh, Marsley, we're on that. Uh, <laughs> also, whoops. <laughs> Also, if you are listening to this uh, before July 27th, hey, you still got time to see me at uh, Helium Comedy Club for Ooh. the first round of uh, Philly's Funniest. I probably nice. won't get through. Uh, I just do. I'm doing it for a tape and free drinks because that's <laughs> where I am in my life. Um, so come see that. Um, I'm probably going to be hosting there pretty soon or at Punchline. Um, I think I got like two or three other things that I can't remember right now. But uh, yeah, uh, follow me at King Cobb and then see all the stuff that I do. And sneakers and action figures, all that. <laughs> I'll have for sneakers. Um, all right, everybody else's information for social media that they want shared will be in the episode notes. And let's hit those winners and losers, starting with our guest, Kristen. Uh, let's start with winners first. Uh, let's, yes. let's, 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 let's go with the losers first. We'll, go with the losers first? Okay. To, and I, I'm assuming you mean like losers, like we didn't need them or... Any, any interpretation <laughs> that you want to attach to it. Great. Um, I think the loser of this was um, that we didn't see more of President Loki. Um, that's, that's, if that can be considered a a loser is that we didn't see more of that Loki variant. Um, and I guess another loser would be, hang on, hang on. We're going to do one and then we'll come back for a second round. I love uh, it. I'm breaking the rules. (laughs) All right. Uh, Marsley. Um, I'm going to have to say. I guess I'm going to be repetitive um, and, and kind of say what I, I said for last week's episode. Um, but overall, our I, I Loki like went on this huge journey, um, but then like ended up in a timeline that he doesn't recognize, and he's like he sees his new best friend, but he doesn't. His new best friend doesn't recognize him, so it's like, does he still have a best friend? And he he lost his new love, um, and and now he realizes that like he's doomed and everyone's doomed because like you see this statue of <laughs> Jonathan Majors in the TVA and it's scary. So um, I'm going to say uh, he, even though he went through such an amazing character arc throughout the show, um, I, based off of just the way things ended, I'm going to have to say um, our Loki <gasps> is, is the loser. Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be Kang related, or it could just be that they are huge Jonathan Major fans. In <laughs> major, major fans. <laughs> major, major. Uh, Keen. Uh, my loser uh, is someone who, and I guess it fits now, I thought was a household name, uh, but uh, <laughs> Judge Renslayer, um, because it starts off, you. it seems like she's like, and I guess she's the judge of this of of um, of uh, the TVA because like when it was when she was first introduced, I thought there was like a team of judges, and she mm-hmm. was just had me one of them. But apparently, she's the judge. Um, and to, for her to believe so strongly into something, be told it's wrong, but still not have the strength to kind of break away from it, and just still doing that thing. So um, yeah, she lost this one. Even though I think she will come back. Uh, in a few other movies uh, with Kang, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to see that. But for the season overall, she's definitely the loser. Mm-hmm. Sure. Rob, G Cordero, for <laughs> 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 not being in this show enough. <laughs> get get it right next season, show producers. <laughs> we want all Eugene. All, I want him in every shot. Every I don't want I don't want there to be a, a frame of footage that doesn't have Eugene in it somewhere. <laughs> World once, Michael. Um, the answer at at the risk of copying Marcelli, the answer is clearly Loki, because I feel like he spent this entire series getting thrown off cliffs, cliffs, and he climbs all his way up, and all it is is a taller cliff to get thrown off from. Um, He's just and and I think I said before I, I just I enjoy the way Tom Hiddleston plays hapless and frustrated so much and this show clearly twigged into that is the I that is the ideal Loki um, harried uh, and hapless and you know just kind of kind of slightly overwhelmed uh, Loki is what I'm all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I'm going to say Mobius as the loser, uh, because dude has gone through uh, learning the the truth behind everything, um, ref- helping to reform, uh, you know, our our Loki into being someone that's helped and helped save him, and then help also help reveal the truth to him, um, and then through that whole process has come back around. And as far as we know, that's all forgotten. Doesn't doesn't yeah, even yeah. remember it. Doesn't remember that he used to be that. You know, another another person. Uh, that the timekeepers aren't real. Uh, there's there's just a lot going a lot going on there that uh, he put in motion that has just kind of just come back full full circle. Mike, you just made that moment so much sadder because <laughs> I was like, no, like I was so feeling for Loki because of that just brilliant moment of him feeling alone, then realizing Mobius, and then running, and then no. I didn't even think about. Oh, that's so sad. Sorry. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, and then jumping into our side side losers, I'll start off with Miss Minutes. Mm. Uh, again, you know, program some acting lessons into that thing because mm. you cannot mm-hmm. some improv Almost classes. Almost there, sugar. Hold on, <laughs> one minute. Uh, <laughs> there it is. All right. Still looking. It's taking a little while today. Wow. <laughs> uh, Kristen, you had one. Yes, it's Doctor Strange. Um, I know he's not in it, but he's got to—he has got to clean up this yeah. damn mess now. <laughs> so he, I feel like he's the loser of this series because that poor man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another another side loser I have is—I just feel for her so bad—is C twenty. Um, mm. Am I crazy yeah. in saying that she could be considered a martyr? Because she was the first one to realize what, or to know what was going on, or to be seen, the, like to be shown yeah. the light, and mm-hmm. then freaking Renslayer just like, yeah, let's offer, just uh, get rid of her. Um, so that's just wild. Yeah. Any mm-hmm. others? Then let's hit those winners. Uh, my- I got one real Whoa, quick. Oh, you waited <laughs> real <it>. quick. <laughs> so much time. So much my time. Bad. Go ahead. What do you got? I didn't realize on, on me. I was just going to say Throg just because he's still stuck in that jar. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? And underground to boot. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to um, find him. Uh, let's hit the uh, the winners. Michael. Uh, you know, I guess, um, well, we haven't met them yet, but um, all, the, all the Kangs 
out there. Basically, <laughs> I, I would definitely say they won because they are now free, free, free. Um, so, man. Um, yeah. Uh, and also Jonathan Major's agent, because, uh, you know, uh, whenever someone gets booked for the MCU, that's awesome. Getting booked to play multiple roles in the MCU. That's basically just like you are set for life. So. Yeah. Rob. Um, okay. Sarah Finn. Sarah Finn <laughs> has been the casting director Ah. every single MCU product since the jump. Wow. And uh, this might be her crowning achievement. Uh, so, Seraphine, hmm. I want to give you your flowers while you're here. Wow. This was incredible casting. You can, you can say that she found her glorious purpose. Oh. She started, she started, little, little Seraphine trivia. You didn't ask, but here it is. <laughs> I'm always she, up for Seraphine trivia. For all the fin heads the, out there. The first, the first movie she was ever casting director for was Pauly. The movie about the parrot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. And the second film she did was Varsity Blues. Mm. Oh. For some reason, they showed us in rehab. I don't want your life. <laughs> yeah. I need to uh, I need to watch all the Sarah Finn related movies because man, yeah. she knows who how to pick characters. She it is ask. it is a it is quite the resume. Wow. She doesn't cast actors, she casts characters. Keen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mine's a two-parter and kind of a continuation. Uh, I spilled the beans earlier. Uh, sorry, I'll clean that up eventually. But I spilled the beans <laughs> earlier as far as um, me picking Jonathan Majors. But um, another, like I said this last week too, I think a really big winner or winners, honestly, is everyone that's going to come after Jonathan Majors because I think he's opening a door for more characters and more like really great actors to come along more black actors uh preferably hopefully and if there's if fingers crossed there's a way that they don't paint this man's beautiful face in blue and just keep him as a as a, as a dark-skinned uh black great 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 uh grandchild of uh reed richards i'd be happy um because i think he's gonna crush it for like the next 10 years and i think um because of him, there's going to be so much more inclusion within the MCU and and other movie uh, franchises. So I'm very excited to see what happens next. Yeah, Marsley. Um, I I'm gonna I'll go with my guy uh, Classic Loki. I'll go with Classic Loki just because um even though we didn't see a whole bunch of him, we were able to see like his entire like a, a whole story arc um for him or character character arc um. You know, he he was in isolation for all those years um, and he was kind of like like hiding for for a very long time. And um, something that, you know, Mobius said and something that Loki like the little things that people were saying, they connected to him and he realized he had one more opportunity to achieve this glorious purpose. And he did it in the biggest way possible. Um, and he went out with a bang. Um, I think one of the YouTube pages uh, or YouTube channels that breaks down episodes, um, they zoomed in on his face during that that glorious purpose moment. And they said that he actually had a tear coming down his face um, while he, he got swallowed by a lioth. So like, <laughs> that's just that that's that's just so dope. Um, and just like the perfect way to end, um, you know, his his little story. Yeah, especially because he's probably standing in front of a tennis ball on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> For real, he acted his ass off. Acting? Acting. Kristen. Yes, I am torn as a, a true winner. I can make a joke about who the winner is, but I, I, I'll sincerely say that the cinematographer, um, the like director of photography, holy banana boats. Um, Autumn <laughs> Gerald Acapau. Oh my goodness, Aka Arca Paul, Aka Paul. Um, wow! Even just watching the documentary on it on Disney Plus last night, and having her and Kate Heron speak to each other about just how long they've been planning it and their vision, and then watching the storyboards kind of unfold, I just it it looked really fucking cool. <laughs> like it just, and it created this new. Almost like what uh, Taika did for Ragnarok, where we just got to see this new palette 
in a Marvel movie, um, th- that's sort of why I'm going to give uh, them the win for sure. Uh, for me, I'm going to echo Marsley, uh, and I think he was my winner in one of the two or three episodes of, of the season I did, and that's classic Loki. Uh, he, for all the reasons Marsley said, and also that they aren't able to enchant Eliath without him doing what he did. So he helped them get to the final moments. He basically helped Marvel set up the next several movies. <laughs> mm. uh, you know, for better or worse, within their world, uh, seems like worse. But for for us, uh, that 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 one moment really comes is, is pretty clutch. Keen. Yeah, just a quick uh, side winner. I'm not sure if we ever did the side winner. You're up. Yeah. But can I like I'm not a I'm not a huge I'm not a huge horror guy because uh, I'm a black man in America, so every day is scary enough. No, thank you. Um, so can I just say like that might have been the best fucking jump scare I've ever seen with like them going through the mansion and then this oh, minute's like minutes. hey y'all because <laughs> <laughs> every time i every time i watch i get a bit elevated so like i'm into the move i'm into it and then when she popped up i had to catch my chest like it was yeah, fucking agreed. terrifying agreed uh speaking hey. of i'm sorry Kristen, go ahead no, I was just, listen, y'all, I just started using TikTok. It's a dangerous place, but <laughs> the moment you're speaking about, there's always, they always start a TikTok like, did you guys, did everyone notice this? And then it like zooms in on a part of the series and then it's just her going, hey, y'all. And that's all the TikTok is. That's, I'm not watching that. That's just. <laughs> it's that's frightening crazy. every time. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, going to say that, uh, touching on what Keen said about the horror aspect of things, one of the main reasons, for all, for all the reasons that we discuss on this podcast, I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. but I'm seeing from multiple sources that this is supposed to be the, quote, scariest uh, Marvel Oof. movie to mm-hmm. date. You know, you got director Sam Raimi on board. That's why uh, I hired Sam Raimi, could, that's right. Could be scary, could be not. I mean, <laughs> the Spider-Man movie is not exactly, uh, <laughs> no. you know, hiding under the sheets with that one. Um, but I think with the subject matter here uh, and the different things, uh, I think bringing in some of that horror. I'm just really, really, really yeah. looking forward to it. Other side winners? I'm going to say myself um, because <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to just have, he literally, Tom Hiddleston, Loki, our Loki put like a strap on Indiana Jones sort of situation. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then like, Conjured. I feel like, I really feel like I want as an individual that finds that performer attractive. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a second season of it. Woohoo! Uh, others? Maybe, like, I, even though what she did kind of fucked shit up, <laughs> um, I'd say Sylvie. I mean, yeah. she accomplished a goal that she's been um, trying to accomplish for who knows how long, honestly, like, in mm-hmm. context. Um, so she spent her entire life looking for the person behind the TVA or the people behind the TVA and um it was probably very deflating to to you know chop off the head of the the one timekeeper <laughs> and find out that it was a robot um yeah <laughs> and um oh quick sidebar uh, the new rock stars shout out to them they they're insane See well, you soon yeah so like apparently <laughs> jonathan majors he, he like after the uh, the middle timekeeper got his head chopped off there you could hear um, Jonathan Major's voice saying, see you soon. Whoa. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Shut so, up. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> insane. <laughs> 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 well, my night's planned. <laughs> Every single podcast about this show needs to send new rock stars like a $20 bill. Because <laughs> right. I feel like all of us use new rock stars. It's just like, what did I miss? I try, <laughs> I try to make cash. sure to not watch any new new rockstar video until after we do ours so oh, i don't infiltrate and just what repeat they it. Say. <laughs> exactly you know yeah. do the cable news thing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah just re- report what you write in the paper <laughs> but i always i always make sure to cite uh eric yeah so, um but yeah i would say that my 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 winner my b winner would be sylvie because I mean, mm. whether the the goal was a good one or a bad one or whatever the the impact of it is she got she accomplished it no, I second that because my favorite moment was when they arrived at the mansion's doors and he was like, are you okay? And he, she was just basically like, I'm fine, 
but this is a big fucking deal for me. Can you give me two seconds to realize what I'm about to actually accomplish? Like, it wasn't that she wasn't scared. She wasn't, you know what I mean? She just was like, let me actually take this in. Stop talking to me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, and like, I was pruned way before you even existed is one of my favorite lines that he, Mm -hmm. she just threw at him. Like, Mm -hmm. she's, oh, lady boner. (laughs) Uh, A side winner for, for me is uh, Owen Wilson, the actor, for for getting in this, because it might be up there with, at least for me, uh, with Robert Downey Jr. in terms Mm. of pulling somebody Mm. who's kind Mm. of doing things but not doing things. Uh, And now he is in this role, which is, uh, so, you know, could be very pivotal for for things to to come, in a series that's very pivotal for for things Mm. to come, I should say. Um, And he's very good at it. He's just very good, man. Really? Um, yeah, wow. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, if there are no others, then that will do it for this episode of Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. Thank you, Marcely. Thank you, Keen. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Michael. And thank you, special guest, uh, Kristen Finger. Um, Thanks, gang. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>